Hello, hola, bonjour, and hello to all of the creatives all over the Caribbean and beyond, and welcome to Caribbean Creatives, a space for the creatively disruptive, a space for persons like me and you, yes you, who wish to harness your skills as a creative, share your experiences, take up space, and navigate the changing landscape of our industry today. But remember, it's not about the land that divides us, but it's about the stories that connect us. Hi guys and welcome back to Caribbean Creatives Bilingual Benefits Part 2. In this section, we're going to be talking with Romer from La República Dominicana about his experience about learning English. And we're also going to be talking to Fiona about her experience learning Spanish in Mexico. Hi listeners, my name is Fiona Daniels. Hola, hola. So I got introduced to Spanish because I went on a volunteer program with IYF, that's International Youth Fellowship. They have this thing called um, a program called Good News Corps in in which you volunteer a year of your life to spend in a foreign country and my country of choice was Mexico. So having lived there for a year, I got the opportunity to immerse myself in the culture, with the natives, you know, all the music and movies. So that is actually how I got the opportunity to be introduced to Spanish and to actually learn it and be able to speak it now. That's really interesting. So you got an immersive experience. So yes. how do you feel that has impacted your ability to use a language? Because some persons will tell me that when they learn it in a classroom, it's way different from learning it while you're in the country. So how exactly did that work for you? How did it impact your learning of the language? Well, I do agree with them. Actually, I did study Spanish. I did an associate's degree in psychology before I went to Mexico and... I did a Spanish course. It was actually at intermediate level, and I got a B plus. Wow. But yeah, but actually, it was just basics. And I still realized that when I went to Mexico, it was so hard to actually use what I learned, being because it was kind of robotic. Hola, mi nombre es. You know, right. it, it wasn't flowing. It didn't feel natural. And I honestly, I forgot most of what I learned. So. Uh, being able to be surrounded by people and not having anybody else that speaks English around me, probably a few, but their vocabulary was very limited. So being that it's the only language there, I think that was what caused me to learn it even more. It's like, you have to learn it or you're going to die because, you know, there's no one to communicate with in your native language. So, but Since you were in Mexico, how long were you there? About a, a year? year. Okay. Yeah, almost a year. Mm-hmm. So, do you find that you still use your Spanish in your day-to-day life? Yeah, actually, I do. Being that I still communicate with a lot of persons from Mexico and even other Spanish-speaking countries. I have friends from Colombia, Ecuador, Peru, you name it. But because I currently work at the Bob Marley Museum right now, um, I definitely use Spanish more because we do have guests from all over the world. So. When we get Spanish guests, then I'm able to give them tours in Spanish. And it's a funny thing because that is actually what pushed me to get the job because I don't, I didn't consider myself any more qualified than the average person that um, applied for that job. But because I had Spanish as a second language that gave me an advantage and I actually got the job and I'm able to give persons tour in Spanish right now. So definitely use it a bit more than I expected I would coming back from Mexico. A lot of Caribbean nationals might have an aversion to not speaking English because it is not familiar to them. They feel like they're going to sound stupid. 
they're going to look crazy when they go to another country persons are going to laugh at them what what advice do you have for somebody who is interested in learning a second language and to help them get over that fear of looking stupid for not feeling enough when they're speaking that second language well i definitely have experience in feeling stupid in front of persons especially given that a language can be like a broad thing but then based on the given country that the speaker is from or that whoever you're communicating with is from then the accent is different certain words are different the the slangs are different so i even though i speak spanish i can be talking to somebody from colombia and it sounds so strange to them because you know mexican words and colombian words even though it's broad spanish then it's kind of different so my advice would be just to have fun honestly because the only way that you can learn and to actually really love the language is to actually appreciate mistakes and appreciate i don't know feeling stupid because if you don't feel stupid then you don't learn because people are not going to correct you so i think that's the best way so if i'm here saying something and i sound silly the person can be like oh no you know this is actually the way you say it and i'm like oh really and that helps me to improve my vocabulary interact more and you know the best way of learning a language is actually to get corrections from natives so don't worry if your son is stupid or whatever it's all a part of the learning process so because you speak another language have you ever found yourself in a situation where you purposely let persons know that you're not from this country so when i was in panama there were times where persons would confuse me for being a panamania or una dominicana because i guess physically i would look like a typical caribbean person but there were times where i'd be in the store and i'd be getting frustrated or something and they would approach me but then i would immediately switch to english so that <laughs> i could get you know a little bit more of like i don't say attention but a little bit of service has yeah. that ever happened to you where for example you're in jamaica and you switch to spanish for something and persons turn turn around and you're like what what you're speaking another language 100 percent that actually happens so many times um i even remember being at the museum and i'm i'm as, I'm, as a translator you know a jamaican would be like you're not from Jamaica. You look like a Jamaican, but you don't sound like one. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Jamaica. I just, I just know how to speak Spanish, you know. And I also do freelance tours, so sometimes guests would be on the island, but they don't really have a plan of what to do. And after giving them a tour, you know, they'd be like, um, how, what else can we do? How else can we go by our day? Are you free tomorrow? Can you take us here? Can you take us there? I'm like, sure, no problem. And I would go with them to probably Devon House, and we're trying to order ice cream. So I turn to the cashier and I'm saying it in English and then I turn back and I'm saying it to them in Spanish and the cashier is like, are you Jamaican or are you from their country? It has happened a lot. I get it off the museum, on the museum compound. It just happens. I think people believe that once, I not really believe, but they kind of see it as that once you speak another language, then probably you're just not from, you're not from here. You're from wherever the place is that you're speaking. Right. And I was, language, so I was yeah. just about to ask you, why is it that Jamaicans don't think more Jamaicans speak languages? Is it because we're, I don't know, afraid to try a new language or we just think of our nationals or our fellow Caribbean persons in a specific box? Um, I definitely think, I, I can't really say for any other Caribbean countries, but for Jamaicans, I think we're very nationalistic in a sense and 
our language is like so precious to us. I don't, for, well for me and most of my friends and co-workers, Patois is like so precious to me. So when I can speak Patois, it's like a breath of fresh air because I'm able to express myself. So I think definitely the fear of not wanting to learn a new language or not being able to do that is just, um, you know, not being able to express yourself. Because I've had the, the occurrences where I try to express myself in Spanish and it just doesn't come out the way that you would want to do it in pasta, you know? So, like, I would want to say to somebody, they have my past, which means leave me alone, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, you want to say it in pasta, like, no, no. Yeah. So it, it kind of comes across like that. And I do have friends that they've studied Spanish in school, also the fear of failure, because um, studying a new language especially so young and from the books directly it is so hard so i think most people gave up on it because you know they just can't manage the failure that comes along with it for the few people that i know actually study in school a few of that few actually passed and came out on top with that so i definitely think it's just loving our own language failure fear of failure and fear of not being able to express oneself i agree i agree i also would want to say that it's because some people, especially in high school, I heard a lot of persons say this. Oh, I'm choosing Spanish because I'm able to go to Spain. Or I'm choosing <laughs> French because I'm able to go to France. But then mm-hmm. some persons will turn to you and say, yeah, but you're never going to go to Spain or you're never going to go to France. So yeah, what's the France. point in learning the language? And a lot of persons, I'm not sure if it's a lack of global awareness or regional awareness, but the Caribbean as a region is surrounded by mainly spanish-speaking countries that is true definitely and you have usa and canada to the north but the rest they're all spanish-speaking and for a lot of caribbean nationals we do business with latin america actually a lot of business persons consider the caribbean as part of latin america so we even get tv feed in spanish we get lots of products with spanish instructions so it's now becoming more integrated into our life and i think it would be a great disservice for caribbean persons jamaican persons to not have a second language considering the several benefits that are there and on a more personal level i think that it has helped me to better my relationships with my cousins who are latin american they live in chile if i didn't speak spanish and they didn't speak english we would have no way of relating to each other and i know that's a very unique situation a lot of persons they can't say that they have family members who speak spanish or they're of a different culture but for me it was important to learn because i didn't want to not speak to family members just because of language and in living in that context i literally had to say to myself i'm like why is language a barrier again? Because I was living with so many persons, persons from China, persons from India, and we could still communicate. We had our inside jokes, we had our various things, and everybody was at different levels of maturity in Spanish. Some persons were native, some persons were beginners, literally they came knowing no Spanish, and some persons were intermediate. But we all found a way to still laugh, express our jokes in Spanish, and English, of course. But I found it as a as a tool to really connect us all and till this day we still talk in our whatsapp group we're dropping memes we have our inside jokes we share our photos but just the mere fact that we had that experience together and we were all trying has really linked us as a group and i would encourage any person who wants to who wants to do 
anything abroad, not necessarily business, just travel. If you want to have a global perspective, I would encourage them to learn a second language, meaning okay. Spanish or French or Dutch, Absolutely. Chinese. We've seen the influx of Chinese nationals into our region now more than ever. So I would encourage persons to... But, and to add to that, definitely. To add to that, even if you're not planning on traveling or you can for whatever reason, you have to remember that Jamaica is like a melting pot and we do have a lot of other countries that come here migrating here or just um, traveling here, probably doing business or tourism. So even if you can't travel abroad to use the second language, then it definitely benefits you here. Because I haven't done much traveling since I've been back from Mexico, but I still use Spanish every single day, you know. Sometimes somebody would be on the road and they need help, and it just so happens that I know Spanish and I can help them. You can get a job in tourism, you can get a job in customer service, anything that um, requires interpersonal relationships, um, relationships with other persons. So even if you can't travel, then it still benefits you of having it here. Right. Even if it's not just for work. As you mentioned, you can enjoy memes, you can enjoy movies, because Songs. I've been watching my Spanish dramas, and let me tell you, girl... Telenovelas. It's good. <laughs> so, I have found a greater depth of knowledge in understanding Spanish. So for me, I know that once... I think of, okay, Dominican Spanish. I'm like, okay, we're getting very expressive, shortened words. We are... I I would like to say that Dominican Republic is the Spanish Jamaica because the way how they express things, their food. Literally, my friends yeah. and I, we were scrolling through Google one time and I was just like, yo, that's red pea soup and like this is festival and that's bami. And they were like, no, but that's like mofongo. And I'm like, you guys are stealing our food and calling it something else and they're like no but like we have the same food so it's crazy how you know beyond language and all that things we're still connected in some kind of way and that to me was kind of a great influence as to why i started the podcast because i'm like there's so much we have in common and why should language be a barrier it's never been a barrier for me it has hasn't been for business persons sure was not for christopher columbus so why should it stop the rest of us thank you so much for having this call with me Thanks for having me. I actually really Ella se preocupó bastante de que yo aprendiera 
y como en mi mente yo siempre tuve de que ah, yo quería viajar, que Exacto. todos los juegos que yo encuentro en internet son en inglés, que la película en inglés, and I really hate, I really do with all my heart reading the subtitles, so uh, that was one of the motivations as well, and uh, I don't know, like, I got super interested in the culture because they have like everything you can find everything just in one place mm -hmm. so that was really appealing to me mm -hmm. and uh, I think that was one of the biggest reasons why I tried to learn English I I don't find it that I know it like that good but at least I think that I can defend myself while talking to it and meeting new people and stuff because I really think that is a really unique opportunity and tool to have nowadays. Actually, you can find everything in English yeah. that is like the common language. And I think that my mom was on point when she signed me up for English classes. At first, I was like, oh, I don't want to do it. Mm -hmm. But throughout the course, I started to learn new things. Like, I found out that the only music I now play are mostly in English. Wow. Only Latin American music that I do listen are like J Balvin, Bad Bunny, Maluma. Some, some kind Yeah, yeah, some Maluma okay, songs. Okay. I won't say like everything, mm -hmm. but some Maluma songs are really good. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know, the basics, like bachata, merengue, only when we are dancing. Mm -hmm. Just like to listen to it, like, no, nobody does that. Most people do, but I don't. Wow. So your mom wanted you to do that from your really young. Have you found any difficulties? Yeah, I think I was about like maybe eight or something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But did you find any difficulties along the way? Was it always easy for you to learn English? Because you were like, oh, I'm just going to study the grammar, the structure, the vocabulary, todo eso. You know what? The grammar was a bitch. I don't know if I can say that in here. <laughs> But sometimes I really got confused into it. But most of the times I was like pretty on it. Like I didn't have any difficulties um, trying to learn new things. I don't know. Maybe that's something unique I have. But uh, I did struggle with some part of the grammars and knowing the meaning of some words because I don't know it's crazy it's like you have the same um, pronunciation for the same for different words yeah. and you are like okay let me read the context because that's the only way I can know yeah. what the hell is he talking about yeah so I think that was like the most difficult part of English cuando estábamos en Panama estaba super confundida a veces porque el acento de los, de los dominicanos yo it's so different it's so different it's from what <laughs> I'm not gonna go ahead like trying to defend myself because it's true we try to shorten words we are lazy and <laughs> we try to talk like really fast also and I know that happens a lot and that's the reason why so many people try to say like oh I cannot understand Dominican people talking but when it's your second language Even if it is like normal pace for the native, for you it's like um, flash, like super fast. I think majority of us have never lived outside of our house before and it was a learning process. So we were trying to balance regular home life, for me learning in another language because I obviously learn in English and uh, you know 
managing all of that and then listening to people trying to respond to them to show them hi i'm actually not stupid i know what's happening in this class it's just that <laughs> sometimes the words don't come out and one time a teacher was being kind of shady to me i don't even know what her point was but i was staring in like space as everybody does as a student you know you're just not listening to what they're saying for a second and also yeah. the 30 students in the class she decided to point you're me out. out and she's like oh are you listening to me and then she said it's in english so everybody at that moment knew that i was an english speaker because i responded to her because of you know it was like automatic yeah i'm listening and then everybody yeah, was like natural. exactly everybody was like you're not from here and that was that was it that was the moment everybody in the class yeah. knew that i was not from panama because i looked like them but i just didn't sound like them i really was i, I literally was it was the best until that day and after that you know everybody tried to talk to me either in spanish or english the english part was fine but with spanish their accent was so difficult at times. And I didn't know what quesopa meant until halfway through. Oh, yeah. So I kept asking, why are they asking me what soup? I was like, why are they asking me about soup? I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> so... For those of us that are listening to us, quesopa means like, what's up? I... Yeah. Which in Dominican would be que lo que. And in Jamaica, it'll be oh, Wagwan. But I... What, what would be that in Jamaica? Wagwan. Like, I don't know how Wagwan? To, yeah, Wagwan. You have to say it really Good. chill, though. You can't be like, Wagwan! I was it's, watching... You have to be like, being calm. I was watching this documentary about Jamaica. Well, it was not about Jamaica itself. It was just about dentals. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> What that did you learn? Open my eyes. <laughs> what did you learn? Like, <laughs> uh, first of all, uh, I didn't knew you can dance like that. That is some extra skills. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know. That's like a celebrity to some girls, like they're in there, like. They dream to be a dancehall queen and that stuff, and just living for partying, which you can make a living out of it, and I didn't even know about it. Yep, that's Jamaica. That's it was really interesting, actually, to yeah. saw that. So I thank Facebook to showing me that part. Wow. Because honestly, I just saw one dancehall, and I was like, dude, she's killing him! <laughs> or otherwise, like, It was just important. It just it, it had to be said. ¿Cuánto integras inglés en tu vida diaria? Like todos los días, si no te sincero. ¿Verdad? Ah, ya al trabajo suelen ir estudiantes de intercambio. La gran mayoría van de Nebraska o de cualquier otro estado de Estados Unidos. Entonces, como yo soy el que más se maneja con el inglés, al ser profesor y eso, entonces yo hago, do, tengo doble titulación en el trabajo. 
que sería explicar todo de los tours y todas las cosas para los americanos y eso y realmente hay muchos textos científicos que están solamente en inglés entonces me funciona para mi carrera me funciona para la vida diaria eh, tengo muchos amigos que son americanos entonces I use it every single day so I found out, you know, because I was speaking every day and I came home to you guys and obviously I was around you guys a lot. Dominicans, I learned the skill of listening and answering at the same time. Yeah, I think I lost that skill when I came back. But that was, that was something I found that, you know, I was able to not really focus on too much because I was just speaking. I didn't care if I made mistakes. You know, you heard the mistakes. Um, I know. <laughs> they were real. But um, I think that's the best, actually. When you are in that posture, it makes you um, integrate new things yeah. and new ways to overcome the overthinking. Because in there, you just stop overthinking and you just go like, okay, I'm going to go ahead, shoot whatever is on my head yeah. out of my mouth. Exactly. And I think that's the best part that you can get while learning a new language. Like, you can forget about trying to translate because if you are actually translating oh, things, so frustrating. It will come up like a hot mess, dude. You cannot do that. <laughs> There's no way that, that you can <laughs> go like Crazy. in a good sentence from English to Spanish or otherwise. Mm -hmm. The structure is really different. Yeah, and the emotion. So I, I think, think exposure is a key. Yeah, exposure is really important. I always tell persons if you really want to learn a language. Just go to the country. It might seem, oh, that's a big step. You shouldn't Radical. take such a yeah, that's the... yeah, <laughs> yeah. But if you have, if you have the opportunity to go, um, even if it's just for two weeks and force yourself to speak it, it I found that it really changed my perspective yeah. on Spanish because, like I said, I wasn't just learning it inside a classroom when I left the class. Or for me, it was. I really liked writing Spanish, but I never got the conversational aspect. So I could write really well. I thought I mm -hmm. listened. I'd listened the best out of everything in Spanish, but I never got that oral aspect, the authentic oral. Like you have structured orals in class, but that's yeah. like como estas? I'm like debates, which is just reading in the school or something. It's so, not the same. Exactly. So it needed to be like organic, and I found that being immersed in a Spanish country really. It really helped me. And also it reminded me like, listen, you survived in a Spanish country for six months by yourself. Why are you overthinking? Why are you, you know what I'm saying? So I just, yeah. I think about that time and I'm like, yo, I was a boss. So why, why do I overthink now? So it kind of helps. My friend, trust me. Oh my gosh. You know, I haven't said my friend in such a long time. Oh, I came back and I started to use my friends with my other friends and they were like, what are you doing? You're like, cancel that. I was like, okay. I'm clearly not with the same group as I was before. I just... You know what? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my friends in here, they try to be like shady to every single one from Panama. Like, I was always talking about my friends from oh, Panama yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And they were like, okay, you go to your Panama's friend. We are nobody. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> wow. Shady. Yeah. People be extra in here. Like, wow. you don't own me. I can have new friends. 
exactly. Yeah. Mucho con demasiado. That's exactly what I remember you teaching me. Mucho Eso. con demasiado. Gracias por estar conmigo en mi podcast. And thanks for sharing your story. And reminding us that it's not about the land that divides us, but it's about the stories that connect us. No es sobre la tierra que nos dividen, pero las historias que nos conectan. Wow. Thank you so much to Romer and Fiona for sharing their experiences in Bilingual Benefits Part 1 and stay tuned for Part 2 with Zena and Onesimo.